Right now in the studio we have Lydia Dobbin, the founder of PlayOn, who is here with us in the studio right now. Hi Lydia. Hi, thanks for having me. Right, welcome. So Lydia, I want to talk about obviously how PlayOn came to be, background behind PlayOn and how it was founded. Um, yeah. When's your idea? Absolutely. We founded PlayOn in 2016. So we had the idea in about June 2016 and did our first run of four shows in November that year. So it was a quick turnaround. But I have a background in classical music and had worked in the classical industry for time on all sorts of different shows and festivals and things and then I had worked in the jazz industry as well for the Melbourne International Jazz Festival and yeah Mm. and I was just really struck working in the jazz industry how people would come and see jazz and it would really be a deep listening experience Mm. but the atmosphere was quite different to how I'd experienced classical concerts in the past so it was an intense listening experience but it was much more freedom and the audience seemed to bond much more kind of organically to the Mm. performances so I thought why is this you know Mm. Is this something that we could adopt or take from this jazz scene and bring it to a classical setting? So it was kind of from that that I started to think about the idea of what are the main barriers to people from diverse social, cultural, economic backgrounds coming to see classical music. And it's the things like the cost of the tickets, the spaces themselves Mm. sometimes can be intimidating and the marketing, the way you communicate with your audience. So Mm. all these things came together and we came up with the idea of trying to find an unusual space for it. Found the amazing Collingwood Underground car park and... We were off, so that's how it started. So, do you have some specific target audience like the teenagers or young idols? Yeah, it's a good question. So, all our events are 18 plus at the moment. Never know, maybe one day we'll have them for kids, but at the moment they're 18 plus, so definitely not teenagers. But we, yeah, try and target between 22 to 35 year olds as the main demographic um, who we try and attract to the shows, and that's who seems to like them. So, yeah, that's our main market in terms of age, and we try and, yeah, make them accessible to all people so even we have some older classical fans mm. who come down and see the shows too which is really nice and creates a great vibe at the shows so it's like a very inviting atmosphere as well for people to kind of get involved a lot of diverse as well which I think is really interesting as well to kind of see and kind of obviously have that as well and, and it's great I just want to ask uh, with Play On do you operate like within like rural and regional areas as well or is it just within the Melbourne CBD like yep another good mm. question so doing rural regional shows is definitely something we want to do yep. And we've got our eye on a few cute venues in regional Victoria who we've been speaking to about shows, but it hasn't been something we've done yet. So at the moment, we've done shows in Collingwood, a lot of shows in Collingwood at the Underground Car Park and at the Arts Precinct, the Collingwood Arts Precinct, as well as in Sydney and at Vivid and at Mission to Seafarers in the Docklands. So lots in Melbourne, a couple in Sydney, one in Berlin. Berlin, um, But next is regional Victoria because that's it. Yeah, we'd love to do that. Can I ask, how did you come to perform in the underground car park in Collingwood? Why did you decide that was a great venue for you? Yeah. Well, it's actually got incredible acoustics. Mm. As you can imagine, it's got low concrete ceiling, concrete walls, so incredible natural reverb time in there. And one of the things that we want is to sort of present classical music in this very pure setting without amplification, if possible. And that's possible in that space. So it worked from that perspective, as well as the vibe of the space. It's very grungy and dirty (laughs) (laughs) has the right kind of tension with this beautiful classical music and so yeah we chose it for those reasons really acoustically it was amazing for what we're trying to achieve Mm. and also the aesthetic was really good too yeah so what is coming up like do you have some uh, shows you want to recommend to us yeah Yeah. 
Absolutely. So we're in the middle of our sixth series of shows at the moment and the opening night last Friday, the 8th. And we have the second show this coming Friday, the 15th and our closing night next Friday, the 22nd of March. And all those shows are at the Collingwood Underground Car Park. And each of them feature play on signature format, which is classical music followed by electronic music. And this Friday, the 22nd, we have amazing percussionist called Thea Rosen performing with her group, the Adlib Collective. And they're collaborating with the electronic duo Sleep D. So it's the first time that we've done this actual crossover project with classical artists playing with electronic acts. So this is something new for us, a bit of an experiment, but it's had a very strong response so far. So I think it's going to be a really special show. And then the closing night is a Kujong player called Mindy Meng Wong, and she will play, it's like a Chinese harp instrument. She'll play traditional Chinese folk songs. And then the trumpet player Peter Knight will join her on stage for a little duo. And then also the synth player Carolyn Schofield will also join for another duo. In the five years that the Play On series has been running, has there been a favourite performance of yours or one that stood out mm. more than the others? So it's actually only two years old, but we've done five series. Five seasons, so sorry, yeah, yes. two, two a year, I guess, or more than that, three <laughs> years. <laughs> it's, it's all a blur. But yes, it's two years old or two and a half. And a favourite performance? Oh, I mean, there's been heaps of highlights and it's sort of evolved and grown over that time and really changed a lot during that time. So I couldn't have a particular favourite, <laughs> although one I did love yes. was the <laughs> closing night of the last series, which was the didgeridoo player William Barton and he performed with a string quartet works his own compositions and that was just a really special and beautiful performance. That'd be amazing to see actually just that particular performance you're just mentioning there because I love the sound of that kind of string quartet with a didgeridoo. It'd be a powerful thing to kind of listen to, I'd think so, and Mm. it'd just be very interesting to listen to and see obviously just hearing it or just, um, but no, it's obviously it is hard to pick which favourite is there. That's right. Um, They're all my favourite. Exactly, it's like (laughs) picking a favourite. Of course you have to say that though because (laughs) you know, you're like a Marvel. I love you all I was going to say, like, which one do I love the most? My son or whatever like that, and I definitely... Um, what has been the most interesting or eclectic combination of instruments you've seen throughout the run of Play On? Mm, that's a good question. I guess in the early days of Play On, we did more string quartets and piano trios, but I think as the project's grown and as I've grown too as a curator, mm. it's become more ambitious in the types of programming we're doing. So last week we had string quartet and playback, the Steve Reich piece, Different Trains. But actually this coming Friday is quite a mix. We've got a whole lot of different percussion instruments, including a piece for flower pots. So that will involve a whole lot of different sizes of flower pots. And I think that also have in the mix in their percussion a bucket of water. So things like that are quite eclectic. But we've had a whole range of things. We've had a mezzo-soprano, so a vocalist. We've had piano trios, which is piano, cello, violin. Lots of string quartets. We've had string octets. We had a harp, viola, flute trio. So all sorts of things. But I think the flower pots are probably the most eclectic. Hmm. How do you collect all these musicians to come and perform for Play On? Do you seek them out or do they come to you? What's the process there? It's a bit of a mix. As I said before, I've got a classical background. So I know the industry, I know the scene, I know the players, and I've heard them playing in different contexts and, you know, over years. So I've seen them evolve and develop as artists. And so I kind of have a list in my head of all the artists who are on my hit list and I'm just working my way through it and seeing what pairings work or what programs work in terms of, you know, we want the series as a whole to have consistency and be well balanced. So, you know, bringing in Mindy Meng Wong for this series worked really well and then having Thea Rosson in this series as well. So, yeah, certainly artists do approach us as well and pitch projects to us Mm. and, yeah, some of them have come to fruition and others are just now in my mind for future projects. Yeah, so if I want to say 
some shows I'd play on. So how can I access this? Can I just search on the website or? Yeah, yeah. Our website is playonmusic.com.au,、okay. and we have Facebook as well, which、mm. you can find through our website and Instagram. And if you want to watch videos of our shows, you've got a Vimeo account and.、Mm. That gives you a bit of a sense of them. Radio. Well, Lydia, we have to thank you very much for coming into the studio today and talking to us. Please come back and talk about some of the、yeah. other artists you have collaborating with you. We'd love to hear about those experiences as well. Thank you so much for having me.